Hey folks, uh, just a quick little thing before we get started. Negotiations between the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers has collapsed. As of midnight, May 2nd, 2023, the WGA is on strike. We here at Lost on Lost stand in solidarity with all labor movements. That's right. Creating film and television is a collaborative art, of course, but it all starts with a script. Good, bad, doesn't matter. Clearly. <laughs> Uh, we're in a new era of entertainment, shorter seasons of television, movies having the option of being released to streaming instead of theaters, and the value of our entertainment being determined by Wall Street earnings instead of what we, the audience, actually want to see. We're also in an era of unchecked corporate greed and wealth inequality. The WGA's demands are not only reasonable, but they're a necessary bulwark against further labor exploitation, not only in entertainment, but in other industries. The bosses are always going to try and squeeze, but labor has the power as long as we stand in solidarity against those who would exploit us. Corporate greed led to the strike back in 2007, and Lost Four Season was shortened by that strike. So right now, your favorite shows and the people that work on them are already being affected by this one. That's right. During the 100 days of the 2007-2008 writer's strike, the AMPTP cost the economy of Los Angeles an estimated 38,000 jobs, and it cost us Lost fans two episodes, which would have given us a more in-depth look into the lives of Miles and Daniel and Charlotte. Wait, who? <laughs> The WGA isn't asking for the world. They just want fair compensation for the work they do and the product that they create. These companies would rather see people out of work for potentially months on end rather than part with just a couple of percent of their corporate profits. In the show notes, we're going to link a community fund where you can support the film and television professionals who are being affected by the AMPTP's douchebaggery and general unwillingness to negotiate with the writers. Go to entertainmentcommunity.org and click donate. Once there, you can use the drop down and direct your gifts specifically to film and television to support our writers and below the line labor who are standing in solidarity with the WGA. We here on Lost on Lost don't fucking cross picket lines. We stand with the WGA. Workers of the world unite. Solidarity forever. If we don't live together, we're going to die alone. Wait, what? Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Well, good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're, We're lost, lost on Lost. Welcome, everybody, to Lost on Lost. Hey, I'm J.P. Russell, and I'm joined, as always, by a man who has room on his back for a back room tattoo, Adam Busher. <laughs> the real estate is getting used up pretty quickly. I am uh, I'm fully, fully tatted all the way. Just There's a, yeah. about a three and a half square inch thing on my right shoulder blade that I'm saving for a special occasion. I don't have any tattoos, but I do have a rash that will not go away. <laughs> um... <laughs> Adam, uh, we never really talked about this on the podcast, but for the folks at home, we saw each other over the holiday and uh, sort of as as just a joke uh, Christmas gift, I got you a signed baseball card size picture of Randy, the actor that played Randy. You uh, did. On, on Lost. Mm -hmm. um, and in Googling some stuff for this episode... Uh, tvmoviecards.com also popped up again uh, with a autographed picture of Bai Ling. Uh, <laughs> now, the picture I got for you of Randy was like $7 with shipping. 
the picture of Byling is currently going for $75. So Sheepers. I'd like to take this moment to uh, let folks know coffee.com slash we are lost on lost. <laughs> if you would like for one of us to own an autographed two pixel resolution JPEG of Byling. So excellent. Today we are talking about Stranger in a Strange Land, the ninth episode of season three and the 58th episode of Lost Overall. Our centric characters, everyone's favorite kite enthusiast, Dr. Jack Shepard. Stranger in a Strange Land takes place on the 73rd and 74th days after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Adam, mm-hmm. do you have a recap? I certainly do. Fly that thing in the air, baby. Let's go. Somewhere out there on the island, folks gotta get places and we're gonna watch them. Dr. Jack <laughs> Shepard remains in the clutches of the others. Ben Linus isn't feeling too well, thanks to Jack, and neither is Danny, thanks to crack shooting Dr. Juliet Burke. <laughs> Will there be consequences? There always are. And in the before (laughs) times, Jack goes to Phuket to find himself. And like all soul-weary travelers desperate to find a guiding star by which to navigate the blue-black seas of the human condition, Jack finds exactly what he always needed. A good (laughs) ass-beating. This episode of Lost leaves a lot to be desired. Too bad we're stuck with it. It's Stranger in a Strange Land here on Lost on Lost. (laughs) I thought you were going to make a Phuket joke, like, <laughs> Phuket, let's talk about it. Phuket, let's talk. Like, what? what's that joke? Uh, uh, if a man walks sideways through an airport uh, with a boner, he's going to Phuket. That's not how the joke goes. Uh, <laughs> we have a guest. Wow. <laughs> we do? As usual, we have a guest uh, returning all-star for the hat trick. Yeah. Give it to Ooh, number three. Yeah. Uh, official Blu-ray correspondent, Justin Nichols, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. Absolutely. Justin, what uh, what have you been up to in, uh, you know, you don't have as much time between episodes as the normal guest. I know. But, uh, you, usually it takes two years for me to return. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, not a whole lot. Just hanging out, watching stuff. Finally watched The Bear, you know, people, yeah, hey, people talk about that. Uh, it was a good show. I, I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, just been watching just watching watching stuff mostly you, star trek did you watch cocaine bear no i haven't yet but i think that's gonna be fuck? Uh, by the time this airs i think it's gonna be streaming so yeah I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah so i'll probably have seen it by the time this airs who knows cool. though yeah who cool, knows? Cool, cool. we were saying just before we started recording there are so many movies yeah. to watch i had like justin you recently started a, a little uh like movie movie like book club yeah. type thing, yeah. um, which is a lot of fun and since joining your movie club i think i've watched more movies in the past five weeks than i have in the past five years that's great <laughs> that's awesome and i mean it's funny because it almost none of it's new. i think the newest movie might have been like from like 2011 okay <laughs> but it's all stuff that i've meant to watch over all this time and i'm always like nah, i'll get to it i'll get to it i'll get to it hey uh y'all want to talk about some lost <laughs> <laughs> sure why not <laughs> all right uh stranger in a strange land originally aired aired on February 21st, 2007. It was written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Christina M. Kim and was directed by Paris Barclay. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Sarnoff was the executive story editor on Crossing Jordan. As somebody who's actually crossed Jordan, I have some notes for you, Elizabeth. Uh, <laughs> Christina M. Kim is uncredited 
for her work on Lost Missing Pieces. Oof. Unbelievable. And Paris Barclay only directed one episode of Lost, but he did direct three episodes of Sliders, and that's fucking awesome. And if I'm really quiet this episode, just know that I'm over here on my end watching old <laughs> clips from Sliders. <laughs> Show me a way to go home. <laughs> I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Just the way that I had a little drink about an hour ago and it's gone right to my head. All right. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> uh, Justin and I have both seen the show already. Justin, you you said you watched this episode twice and then a third time to take notes within like the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I remember this episode not being super thrilled with it back when i watched it the first time and i was kind of dreading coming back to it because i was like i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this all I, all I know is that you know it's one of lost's lowest rated episodes yeah <laughs> and so he starts singing the song and we're five seconds into it and i was like i i i, I debated turning it off and watching jaws <laughs> <laughs> i was like man, i you know i don't i want to be professional but like i honestly might just read a recap of this episode and not watch it the, this episode it doesn't Hold up. Um, <laughs> and You're both I, out of your mind. This I, uh, do, you, do you love this episode, JP? We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, Kate and Sawyer's are, are sailing their catamaran away from Hydra Island back to the main island. Um, Someone just got shot in front of them. They barely escaped with their lives, and now they're taking a leisurely canoe trip. Just like... <laughs> What what just happened on the beach over there? I don't fucking remember. Who knows? <laughs> Some old shit. Why are you talking about old shit? Let's talk about new shit. <laughs> Carl's fucking along too, and he is oh, yeah. <laughs> doinked. <laughs> just have his little disco nap. <laughs> He's fucking Oh man. God loves you as God he loves love Jacob. You. I'm like, what? shut up. What kind of drugs Carl are you taking? It does not sound like you were taking fun drugs. It sounds like you were taking kind of boring and serious drugs. <laughs> I liked, you know, like, this is what, uh, 2006 probably that this was filmed. Seven. Seven. Seven yeah. And so, yeah. but they were actually filming out on the water, mm -hmm. you know? They yeah. don't do that in things anymore. No, no that would have been a tank. No, yeah. No. Um, the, the biggest sin uh, that I found in this scene was that Sawyer called her kiddo, which I hate. Oh, I wrote that down too. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. He, he said that in that, and, and, and so, like a real sad, to uh, like, tone of like, sorry, kiddo. It's like, Bleh. <laughs> you guys fucked. Do not call that person kiddo. Like recently. Like a lot of, again, like a lot of, like a couple of minutes before Danny got shot in front of them, they had sex in that cage. Yeah. And I don't think they know it, but I, do they know about the cameras? I don't recall. Okay. They but, don't mention it in this episode. I only pay uh, attention to the episodes I watch But I show. But hypothetically, some, well, we know at least one person saw him doinking, but some other people might have seen him too. Um, we're here to watch. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's why I go to the zoo to watch animals. <laughs> Fuck, man! The last time I went to the zoo, I went to the LA Zoo. They have a Tasmanian devil. Like, okay, so it doesn't spin in a circle like the cartoon, but it runs what? in a circle. Oh, like, and I sat there and I watched the Tasmanian devil run in a circle around the fence of its cage for no less than a half an hour. Wow, it, that sounds great. It was fascinating. I haven't been to a zoo yeah. in over a decade. Um, yeah, now now I'm like I would never go to a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> 
So <laughs> again, it was a date that I went on. All right. God, <laughs> women make me do stuff I don't want to do. That's that's where Adam takes all of his dates <laughs> to the Tasmanian Devil exhibit. And he's back again. He takes it there and he's like, you know, I'm really not sure about the ethical uh, boundaries here. And then I was really just curious about the Tasmanian Devil, and I mean. That's I it. just I think that if he runs fast enough, he'll turn into a little tornado. We'll cut all this. <laughs> like, no, we're not. He's like, I'm sure these are great conservation efforts that are going to keep these animals alive. Yeah. Now let's go to the LA Aquarium. <laughs> let's get down to brass tacks. How much for the devil? <laughs> uh, cut to Jack in his cell. Tom is in love with Jack. I gotta think, yeah, maybe he's just like happy to have somebody new to talk to, because like they're chilling all the time. He he has such this like sweet older father like energy about him specifically with Mm -hmm. Jack. I suppose with Kate a little bit too. Sure, but Tom's just he's got a big soul. He's got a big heart. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he doesn't have a beard. But like when I see him see Ganey with a beard, I'm like. That is an unhinged, wild-eyed madman. And without, yeah. yeah, without his beard, it's like this is a suburban father, just like <laughs> out here. Is like he probably just got done mowing the lawn. He's gonna take a nap in about an hour. Like he's gonna <laughs> take the crust off my sandwich. You know, just this episode, I like I felt nothing about him <laughs> in any way, and I couldn't remember his name. They don't say his name. <laughs> That's I don't even true. Think, That's they. I, I think they only say the names Jack. Kate and Sawyer. That sounds about right. Well, uh, Sawyer, and, maybe, and Juliet. And Sawyer says Carl once yeah. or twice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they yeah. don't really. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that one woman and later. This, and oh, yeah. yeah Isabel. Yeah. This might be residual feelings because we recently watched another season three episode and not just a season three episode, but one nearby ish to here. Um, like the one right before this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. We watched Not in Portland. Right. <laughs> Just like, yeah, recently. So, um, so yeah, maybe that's part of it. Uh, we're relatively familiar with all this stuff. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Tom's like, uh, you know, we, we got to move you. And Jack's like, oh, this is it. How are you going to kill me, huh? And, and Tom's like, well, what kind of people do you think we are? He's like, uh, baby snatchers, fucking attempted murderers, uh, fucking pregnant lady kidnappers. Attempted um, murder. That's hardly a crime. Do they give out <laughs> Nobel Prizes for attempted chemistry? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jack, Jack fucking reads them the list. Like, yeah. yeah, this is the kind of people you are. And then Tom's like, people who live in glass houses fucking shouldn't. Like what? <laughs> Thank <laughs> like, Dad. I think um, Tom might be onto something, though. Yeah, I mean, Jack does act as though the survivors are completely uh, without fault throughout their the relationship between the survivors and the others, um, and that would be a stretch to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, okay, you know, you can make an argument about the revenge factor and all that stuff, but like, okay, Ethan kidnapped Claire and the baby and all that stuff, uh, and then tried to kill Charlie, and then Charlie cold bloodedly murdered him. So it's like you know, tit for tat. It's like you, yeah, yeah, you can't say that. Oh, the others are guilty of all this shit, and you know, yeah, even yeah. stuff from prior to being on the island. Some of these people are mm. terrible. Yeah, exactly. Most of them, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> If only they could all be sent to some place, like some sort of waiting room to be judged in the afterlife. <laughs> I'm starting to see where like those theories were, like how they were gaining credence. Yeah. Cut to the hallway. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to talk for a brief moment about detaining operations. Um, sure. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, when I've trained with military police, that's why when you're transporting people from room to room, you typically 
don't have them walking on their own accord. You either carry them or have them in like a wheelchair mm-hmm. uh, and you kind of shuffle them around a little bit so they don't know the fucking hallways and you put a mask over them or you blindfold them so they can't see the other fucking detainees. Yep. Anyways. Yep. Yeah, Juliet's being moved at the same time, uh, just in cuffs. Um, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a cold open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a new blonde woman. We oh, see we yeah, see the new blonde the woman. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's the cold open. We cut back into what is obviously still Hawaii. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much so. If if you just pan the camera a little bit more to the left, you see the fuselage. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but this is Thailand. This is Phuket. Uh, Jack's on vacation. Yeah. It seems like more than vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a long, long time. It's like I'm on sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, they, they don't ever, ever mention it in this episode. I'm wondering if this is... This is post-divorce, right? Like, this is him... It has to be. It has maybe. to be, right? Like, maybe, like... Or he, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> hey, baby, I'm going on sabbatical to Thailand. Oh, where are we going? We... <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is one of the underlying issues. <laughs> Hey, baby, can you walk yet? <laughs> no? No. I oh, got a couple months of PT. I'm going to Thailand. <laughs> Jesus. Or is this before? Oh, my God. Oh, before, oh, it could be before Syria. It could be before Wait, Syria. Like, what year did they? Yeah, that's true. What year was Does this? It- it doesn't really matter. No, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, doesn't nec- it doesn't matter even, even at all. It but yeah, in my head, like watching it, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, he's trying to, he's trying to put his life back together after getting divorced. Um, that's, I think, what I thought way back in the beginning, and that's why it stuck with me now. Yeah, but yeah, it, it could have been any time. It's got to be after because he doesn't have the long hair. Oh, he's not wearing, yeah, he's not wearing the wiggy ass wig. Um, yeah, yeah. I was to say, if he was wearing the the party of five wig, it would like be like maybe he just got that in med school or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> possible. You know, I, there was like this whole thing in the late 90s, early 2000s where like white people in America were obsessed with Thailand. That's true. That and is so, true. Like, it, like Phuket was like the destination. They're like, like full moon parties. Yeah. You know, yeah. go to Thailand. Yeah. Maybe he did that and he got there and he was like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to hang out with me. I guess I'll buy a kite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this episode's so weird. It's I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. But yeah, like he but he buys a he's got a kite. He buys a soda, a couple of sodas from like a beach kid. Yeah. Um, it becomes clear he does not speak Thai. Um yep. he doesn't know how to build a kite. So- <laughs> Come on, Doc. You're so fucking good at everything else. This is true. The, the only two things he's not good at are speaking Thai and building kites. He's uh, good at everything else. Yeah. Then Bai Ling is there. <laughs> yeah. Bai Ling just shows up. I don't even fuck. We're just calling her Bai Ling, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I, so. I don't yeah. care what a character name is. I'm wearing my Bai Ling shirt right now for those of you on the on the audio. But yeah, uh, Bai Ling comes up and uh, shows him how to build the kite. And then he flies it. Neat. Yep. And like I, I wrote, why would Biling just walk up to Jack on the beach in my notes? Like why? Because like, she's got the hats for him. Why? Yeah. Why, that that, that, doesn't, that seem, doesn't track. This look doesn't seem him. real. Yeah. He looks. I mean, look at him. He looks. He. I mean, like until you know, like mid end season four, like Jack's vibe is disheveled, tired, yeah. cranky white dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, like I mean, like when I, I was like. I didn't remember what she did for a living, really. Um, like I honestly, like honestly, because it's Thailand, 
and because she's pretty, I thought she was a prostitute. Yeah. And I was like, Jack is, his name might as well be Mark. He's a Mark-ass Mark, and by ass Mark. I mean, I think, I I imagine that's something that they were trying to imply, like prostitute with the heart of gold. True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that that's what they were, like, that's what they were setting it up to, and then they were going to twist it later. Yeah. Yeah. So if that was what they were trying to do, it was effective for the first time in this episode, and probably (laughs) last time. (laughs) Cut back to the island. Uh, Jack's still in the cage. Tom brings him some food. Who's that woman? The sheriff. Okay. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you, you stay in this cage. We got you locked in. We're watching you on that camera. The sheriff. Hey, Cab. Yeah. Um, yeah. My note for this scene is Tom feeds Jack. Um, <laughs> cut to the boat. They are arguing about whether to make landfall at the most direct beach yeah, in point. front of them or to continue yeah. sailing to get to the survivor beach faster. Right. So Sawyer says, you know, you know, we don't have a map. I can't navigate at night. Okay, fine make landfall camp and then get back and in the boat in the morning sail some more yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then have a boat you know like right yeah resource management so um, this is his first time back in a boat yeah maybe maybe Sawyer's a little ptsd from the raft situation maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. yeah you know like is that the last I, it's like, I gotta get out of this raft. we're adding subtext here yeah. that i don't think was in the episode yeah. but but yeah. you know, somebody had to. Yeah. But yeah, like so they have this meaningless argument, and then they like can they land on the beach, and then they make him. Yeah. And uh, Carl is awake, and he just starts like giving them the answers to yeah. what the others are. We just work there, but we live here, and we're just like people, and everything's whatever. And you know, you're right. like you've got backyards. It's like, yeah. 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 This is just a regular island ass island. Like it's all good. Right. He talks about how he's in love with Alex mm-hmm. um, and how they used to make up names for the constellations, but the constellations already have names. So and some uh, and they're already made up. Somebody right. somebody already made them up. Like that they didn't yeah. read Ursa Major in a book, uh, like a list of constellations. Be like, oh, that's what that's called. They were like, <laughs> they were doing the same exact thing happens. People are yeah. just laying there and like a oh, bear, and then they were like, let's call it Ursa Major because we speak Latin or whatever. But they say <laughs> Ursa Theodorus right. for teddy bear, right? Oh, wow. That was a good story. Um. <laughs> Cut to Jack in the cage. Uh, Juliet visits Jack. Ben's stitches are infected. Yeah, not looking good. Yeah, somebody, somebody when they were stitching him up, must have used a dirty needle or got some spit or sweat in his wound or something like that. It's looking real bad. I mean, the the operating facility, while it's better than being out in the jungle, it doesn't look terribly sterile. True. You know, you don't no, have, true. like, cleaning crews coming in. It looks fucking dirty. It looks like there's mold in the background. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Full, and it's fully intended for, like, animals. Like, it's a veterinary clinic. It's not, like, a yeah. literal hospital. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, like, you know. It's like Jeremy Piven in Heat. Oh. <laughs> 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 Talk about knowing your audience, Justin Nichols, everybody. Thank you. It's like, you know, that Jeremy Piven vehicle. Jeremy heat. Piven in heat. That's the name of the episode. I'm writing it down now. All right. <laughs> um, but Juliet's basically like, hey, I need you to, you know, come take a look at Ben. And Jack's basically like, there's no fucking way I'm doing that. Absolutely not. Uh, Juliet's like, well, w- would you do it as a favor to me? It's like, why the fuck would I do that? Like, again, you, you're giving me nothing. She's like, well, I'm, I'm in trouble. I killed someone. 
Uh, and Jack's like, that's a fucking you problem. Too bad. That's yeah. who'd you kill? Whatever. Oh, you, uh, you'd owe me a favor. In what world are you in a position to grant anybody favors? You're in right. cuffs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him here at all. Like she's no, fucked. I, like <laughs> here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I don't want to get too far into the episode. All of the stuff with Jack on Island, basically where he's just getting into verbal arguments with people. I don't mind it. Yeah. Jack's basically in a fuck you attitude this whole episode. I'm like, yeah, this is the time for you to be in that attitude. Yeah, no doubt. What's in it for me? Yeah. Uh, cut to flashback. Jack and Byling are having lunch. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, she gets an envelope. <laughs> um, they they ta- they they're chatting uh, it's all real it's all real very detached don't get to know me sex worker vibes yeah <laughs> like let's yeah. this is just you know let's keep it surface level we, we don't need to get to know each other i think yeah. i wrote jack is living the early millennium white boy southeast asia backpacking dream <laughs> and he's yeah. 45 years yeah. old <laughs> Not early millennial, early millennium. Yeah, yeah. Let's like yeah, make right, that yeah. clear. Yeah. Turn of the century, that yeah, early two thousands. Yep. Yeah. So Byling's like, why don't you know how to fly a kite? Which he does. He just didn't know how to assemble one. Right. He didn't know He's how like, to build a kite. Yeah. Exactly. So then he he says, well, my dad worked a lot. He starts talking about the fact that like as a kid, I didn't do this kind of thing with my dad. And she's like, I have no I interest in hearing about your dad. You fucking asked. <laughs> well no she asked why he like you know the answer to why can't you fly a kite is because i don't I, this is the first time i've ever done it that's the answer not well my dad didn't love me <laughs> well all right they're fine. sitting at lunch they're, he's not laying on the couch um so yeah she she you know they're, they're having a meal together or whatever mm-hmm. and some random guy just comes up and gives her an envelope which i mean we're we're to assume it's money, right? It's got to be money. Like, what else would... Nothing ever uh, comes in envelopes like that. Like, yeah. Nothing else ever comes in envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your W-2 for maybe you're a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's play a fun game. How much money is in the envelope? <laughs> I've got, Justin? I've got a notion. Um, you know, like... I. The movie The Beach takes place in Thailand as yeah, well. Yeah, they yeah. talk about how yeah. much it costs to, yeah. to get from one place to another. Mm-hmm. And they are like, you wouldn't believe how cheap this sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds more expensive than it is. Yeah. And um, I, I bet it's uh, 500,000 <laughs> Thai baht is what I imagine, which... Um, the, let's see how much American, American dollars... <laughs> Um, Justin, it's fourteen thousand five hundred and seven dollars. Fourteen thousand five hundred seven dollars. Good guess. Good guess. Good yeah. guess. Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's seven hundred thousand dollars. That's six hundred thousand dollars. And now we're at five hundred thousand dollars for Justin Nickel episodes, baby. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's probably the correct answer. He got it. <laughs> it's expensive tattoos. <laughs> Cut to the cages. Uh, the sheriff visits Jack. She reads his tattoo. Do you know what that says? Because, you know, most people who get foreign languages tattooed on their bodies don't necessarily know what they mean. It's that joke of like, oh, my tattoo says peace, love, freedom in Chinese. And it's like actually number four with egg drop soup. Uh, (laughs) Well, so my question was because I thought because, yeah, she says it's Chinese, but in Thailand, they speak Thai. Yeah. Yeah. But Bailing is Chinese. Right. And. 
these are Matthew Fox's real tattoos. So, yeah. so right. they had a Chinese tattoo artist living in Thailand, and then tattooed him in Chinese. Yeah, in Hi. Thailand. Okay, that all checks out. <laughs> Isabel is just like, "Hey, yeah, come her with me." Isabel. <laughs> right. Uh, the look that she gives him then as like, "Come with me." Screams. No one has called cut yet. So, but Doesn't I need she to bite keep her acting. Lip? Like what? I, I thought she bit her lip at it. Like, come with me. <laughs> it's she like her body turns, but her eyes are still like locked yeah. on her mark, and she's like, "Okay, are we cutting? Are we cutting? Are we cutting? Are we cutting? <laughs> Somebody please say cut!" <laughs> she did give him a weird look. I do remember that. Um, yeah, not a weird look, but a, a look that didn't necessarily fit what was happening. Yeah. Also, fuck this lady. I hate her. I hate her character. I hate her performance. <laughs> um, they, she takes him to be questioned. They pass by Alex. Yeah. And then they have a sit down with Juliet and Tom also. So, like, there's this whole other thing that's happening off camera in this episode, which is the trial of yeah. Juliet. You think that would almost be I, I don't know if they were like caught up like we can't give too much away about the others but the you'd think that would give this this episode a c plot yeah. to help propel it and then maybe not have so much yeah. i don't know like there's there's just there, so much wrong with this episode right, like, it's really right, weird there's literally a parallel story happening here that they didn't show they only showed us parts of yeah yeah and never does the feeling for me the audience viewer be like oh what's going on oh this is so mysterious it's like just show me it don't yeah. fucking allude to it. Like, there's nothing happening over here. So, what's happening over there? Right. <laughs> well, so, like, uh, you know, not to, I, I, I know, I, as the person who's never seen this show, I'm not supposed to, like, ask too many questions, but, like, do we ever see that trial? I don't think no. so. I, I really don't. No. Like, and, like, and I don't think Isabel is in any other episodes. I don't recall her being I don't in remember her in any other episodes. Maybe she pops up later. Yeah, maybe just like, you know, as like they bring her back. Like, this is definitely the first time she shows up in the show. Yeah. And then, yeah, I maybe mean, she's in a later episode. But yeah, like, no, we never yeah. see the trial of Juliet. We see, we don't even see her, like, You could have done a whole, like, crucible style, like, thing. Like. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. She she just questions him about, like, you said that Juliet said, let's kill Ben. Is that true? And he's like, nah, this is fucking with y'all. Psych. And she's like, you're lying. I know you're lying. And he's like, I, I'm out of here. I don't. Give me a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, it's cool. So, like, you know, I have the, the Blu-rays. And so, like, I yeah. put the Blu-ray in. One nice wow, thing brag. is the menu. <laughs> For this disc is a TV on a stand, and it's like Juliet doing the notes, oh, doing and the that's cards. all the menu to me, is. To me, you are perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, they should put that. In. Uh, there's that. That's like a waste of a meme. It's like too late to do. It. <laughs> you be quiet. It's never too late. Yeah, that's it's true. like here's an oddly obscure meme. We put the <laughs> put love the, actually note cards in the disc two of season three of Lost Blu-ray. <laughs> Justin, you just described our fucking social media presence. <laughs> oh man! But it like that was it, that was fun. Like after I finished the episode, I was like reminded of like stuff, and I was like, "This is a good show." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and just like all good shows, it has its peaks and its valleys. We cut to a flashback. Um, yeah. So Byling climbs into bed with Jack. He wants to know more about her. She is evasive. Yeah, they've been shacking up for about a month. Mm -hmm. Or he's been there for a month and she kind of comes in, comes out. They do some stuff. 
uh, and she has offered up nothing about herself. I don't know if this was the same for you guys watching it over a stream, but the makeup covering up his real tattoos was so obvious. Oh, yeah. The air. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like, and it was, it was very bizarre. Yeah, I, and I, when I first noticed it, I was like, am I noticing it because I'm looking for it? Or is it just that bad? I think it's just that obvious. Okay. And I, because yeah. like I saw it and I was like, but I also know they had to cover up his real tattoos. Yeah. So like, and you can't have him sleep in a full t shirt, like a Daytona Beach style. Like, <laughs> you know, he's got to, he's got to show off the fact that he does a lot of pull ups. Uh, I don't have any other notes for this scene. They fall on the nope. floor. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I wrote, there's really no actual development of Bai Ling's character. She has a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> Go to the cages. It's the morning. Um, there's just a bunch of people watching Jack in the cage. This scene is the most bonkers shit I have seen in this goddamn show. <laughs> there is just a gaggle of people who mm-hmm. we have not seen mm-hmm. cindy's there mm-hmm. who i forgot that she was alive uh <laughs> and they're just like hey oh we're here to watch what that's it and then jack's yeah. gotta be like scram get out of here <laughs> watch something else <laughs> <laughs> there's some creepy fucking kids like I, uh, what is this scene <laughs> zach and emily right those are the name of the kids i think so i they're, don't know we've never seen right? them before yeah, I think they were, I think the kids were in the tail. Yeah. And that's what? where Cindy's from, right? Yeah, and Cindy's also from the tail. It's like the last that's why they're like she's asking have, about how hot a Lucia yeah, is. Yeah, and it, he's like, Get out of here, I don't want to tell you she's dead. Because the only reason Jack knows Cindy is because he remembers for her from the plane. Yeah. He never sure. saw her on the island. Because yeah. she didn't come she wasn't one of the tailies that joined the middle section. And the same thing with the kids. The kids were snatched from the tail section area and so he never like he wouldn't have known them kids anyway so like did we see that though was that in the other 48 days because I, I think it do was not cindy, kids. yes cindy um, gets uh, captured cindy gets captured during the four, other 48 days and we see emily and zach's feet in that episode that where Jin and echo are under the bush and they're like the survivors don't make a noise and they're like they, yeah and so we see kids feet and a teddy bear and that's supposed oh, to be really? Zach. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and that's supposed to be Zach and Emily. I don't remember that. We at least at all. see a teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought did didn't Cindy get captured when they were hauling Sawyer's corpse up Maybe. the fucking hill? She gets captured S- by Cindy, the others. She, gets, she doesn't. It doesn't happen early in the 48 days. It happens. She disappears right before Anna Lucia shoots. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, Shannon. Yeah. So it's like second. Is this the reveal that like she's been with him the whole time? Is that like is this actually? That must be. That must be it. Like yeah, because she disappears in that episode back in uh, season two, and we don't yeah. ever see her again until just now. And so that must be the yeah. This must be the reveal that. Anyway, yeah. Could oh. you remember a flight attendant from sixty days prior? I guess maybe it's like a highly traumatic event, so it's probably like imprinted in your brain the crash. Maybe, and, and maybe because they had that specific interaction where she hooked him up. Like, yeah. I mean, if like every interaction I've ever had with a flight attendant is literally like something to drink, sir, Diet Coke. Then she hands me a bag of peanuts, and that's it. Yeah, I've never had it any longer. But Jack had a specific uh, interaction with her where he was like, well, "That's not a very strong drink," and he's like, "You want to get liquored up? Here's a couple extra things." Of <laughs> like, I'm, I, yeah, maybe I'd remember that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's Australian. She has a distinct accent. I don't know. Yeah, but I guess it, she's still wearing the uniform. But I, I don't like this gaggle of people are like we're here to watch. They don't say yeah. what. No. 
what are they is this on their way to go watch Juliet's trial and they're like oh let's look at the the Tasmanian devil exhibits clothes let's go look at this human in a cage like what are they there to watch is that maybe it is the trial that was my question okay so like we've already established this is just an island where the others work they don't yeah. hang out here the barracks is on the main island we already know that we saw that in, in several episodes already in the past the only people that hypothetically should be here were the people who needed to be here to tend to Ben for his surgery and provide security for it, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. and to operate whatever logistics, the nature of being in the hydro, somebody's got to run a generator or a water pump, you know, whatever. The only, that's the only people that should be here. Uh, and then, yeah, so like then everybody, they were like, oh, hey, we're going to burn Juliet at the stake, grab the boat and bring everybody from the mainland <laughs> get, over to the hydro. Get like, the well, kids. <laughs> take the fucking... Instead of bringing everybody over to watch Julia's trial, go back to the mainland and have the trial over there. <laughs> right. I, uh, it's so, like, I... I uh. I was confused to say the least. The kid, one of the kids, asks after Ana Lucia, and he's like, oh, "Is Ana Lucia okay?" And Jack's like, "Yeah, she's fine." <laughs> but like, how would they even know who she is? Because then they get snatched on like the first night. The kids get snatched pretty early, I think. Oh, you know, I'm vaguely remembering, but like, I think during the other 48 days, we see Ana Lucia, like, that's one of the first interactions the kid have is like, she helps the kid, Emily, like, the, like, oh, Zach was drowning or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, like, okay, yep. The, yeah, Ana Lucia was like the first adult the kids ran into after the All right, yeah. So, Sorry, cut all that. So maybe yeah, there's something right. there. We're not cutting <laughs> We're leaving. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, cut to Kate and Sawyer. They wake up and Carl's gone. Well, a problem that solves itself. That's a problem for me. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I wrote Josh Holloway is really trying to make this episode work. He's because like, he's pro- like he's he's all in. He's acting like yeah, yeah he is acting, man. Like, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to him. Boys only. You stay. Yeah, you stay. A, here, he's having you know? a jungle cry. <laughs> Uh, and then like exhibits some very brief toxic masculinity it's almost like he needs to do some sort of buffer between like trying to be actually genuine and sincere like I don't know because like he punches him he's like cowboy up yeah, <laughs> like, I've had my heart broken too. Like, he goes I've been with a lot of girls brag and I went sure sire <laughs> yeah so there's this weird Brady Bunch thing that just has to yeah, fill Bobby. out 10 seconds <laughs> Bobby. Well, it's it's funny because the, the, there's the acknowledgement of his super obscure nicknames. <laughs> yeah, come on, Bobby. Bob, my name's you know my name's Carl. Yeah. Like, so he grew up like, on this fucking island, dude. Like, what? <laughs> we didn't have the Brady Bunch here. It's, it's from the Brady Bunch. That, that shit was out of the seventies, man. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously seventeen years old. <laughs> right. We don't also, have the TBS. Brady Bunch. Isn't that good of a show? <laughs> Although I think isn't Alice in one in an episode of Lost? Or am I thinking of something else? Maybe she was still alive. Yeah, she's she, gone. I don't know. She lived to be uh, probably a thousand years old. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so but, like, yeah. This is the, this is this constellation story. Like me, we used to watch the stars together, and I'm in love with her. And he's like, well, just go after her then, slugger. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your impending doom to be with your love. I did a good job here today. <laughs> They'll kill me if they see me. Well, then it'll have been worth it. What <laughs> the fuck is happening? 
<laughs> See, Kate, I'm being sensitive. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the cages. Um, Alex breaks the camera. Uh, I love it. Direct action, you know. Um, yeah. Cause chaos. Truly, uh, truly an agent for uh, you know keeping things interesting at least. Yeah. Um, she asked Jack why he saved Ben. Uh, right. Jack, Jack's like. I had to, or whatever. He tells she tells Jack that Juliet's going to be executed for helping Jack. Yeah, and of course Jack has a plan. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's it, that's it. Yeah. Think, is the next scene when they go into the room, operating room, operating room? Yeah, I yep. will say that incision. The scar that was pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's like, some good makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It looks infected. Yeah, <laughs> and the dude, there's like a different doctor there. He's you know jabbing with a big needle, and Jack's like, "Don't, don't you dare!" Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's even in that needle? <laughs> the infection juice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Five hundred cc's of ketamine. <laughs> this is uh, turkey gravy. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's high C. <laughs> That's a better joke. There we go. We got there. <laughs> Jack's like the, uh, this infection. I need to fix it. Like it's it's like it's not just like you don't you know just put some antibiotics on it. Like this is right, fucked. Yeah. Like I got to redo this kind of, um, yeah. which I'm willing to do because I'm such a nice guy and I don't want anything in return. Sure, <laughs> sure. Good <laughs> um, Ben's like. I got you. Like the last time you did surgery on me, I had to let you go. What is it going to cost me this time? It's like, well, now you got to let Juliet go. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, Juliet doesn't give a fuck about you, right? Like, he's like, that's exactly my type. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, cut the flashback. <laughs> so Jack is drunkenly tailing Byling somewhere yeah. through town. Stel- full stealth mode. In the flip oh, yeah. flops. Do you guys think that was a soundstage or just like a dressed up <laughs> neighborhood in in Honolulu? Yeah. Maybe. Um, like, I I don't think that the alleyway that she walks into is a soundstage, but there's something about it. Did look, it yeah, looked, it looked not real. Yeah, in some way, and that's what I had. That, I had the same question. I was like, is there like a you know, is there a neighborhood like that they dressed to make this? Like, did they do a location here, or did they just because it seems wildly expensive. Right for that one for just this one shot, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and it like perplexed me on my third view. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's using his best stealth flip flops, (laughs) and she goes into a building. Any, I I I just love when when people drink out of paper bags in general. Like I I just love the vibe of that because it's like it's. the, the explanation of it um, from the wire is the paper bag thing. It's like, we never had a paper bag for drugs and all that stuff. It's like, we, we it's the, it's this, um, it's this, this, this compromise that we all made. You can't drink in public. Right. But if you put your drink in a paper bag, you're not drinking. Right. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's okay. The, the great compromise of the, of the urban yes. life. And, uh, and <laughs> I just love that as like just a visual and a, yeah, you know, just good. a symbol. Um, so yeah, drinking from the, and it also means, especially if it's a bottle, you know, that dude's drunk as hell. Yeah. Cause like if it's a tall boy, okay. Then we might be, you might have a little buzz on, but yeah. if it's like a traveler, like that guy's getting right. hammered. That guy drank five, six shots in the past hour. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. 
When when I'm walking around in public with my yardstick of uh, gin and tonic, but it's wrapped in Christmas wrapping paper, it's exactly. festive. Exactly. Yeah. Brown paper bag is serious drinking. <laughs> um, he tails her to a tattoo parlor. Yeah. I this is I wrote white boy Jack is here to appropriate your culture. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, kind of. Like you owe it to him. Like Biling, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but he, now that he's here and he figured it out, the prize is he gets a free tattoo. He gets so yeah. mad about this. I think he'd rather her have been a prostitute the whole time. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could say he gets mad. He only like lightly assaults her. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, he, man. He, he gets un un inappropriately angry about this. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, like throws her around like kind of like uh, this is classic wild eyed sweaty Jack. Just like this is what uh, old Tom was talking about. These glass houses <laughs> glass, right exactly, here. Exactly. Exactly. Like, there, there's the parallel. There's yeah. the parallel. Um, there yes. are so many ways that you can show someone's troubled past, you know, and show the growth of them throughout a show. Mm-hmm. Jack is supposed to be our fucking main character. And we're seeing him get unreasonably mad and physically abusive with somebody who has done nothing wrong nothing to him. Wrong. And Absolutely it's like, this is wrong. a wild fucking yeah. plot yeah. line for this main character we're supposed to like. On yeah. a network show. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird. Like, he's terrible. Like, he's yeah. a terrible person yeah. here. You yeah. Know? He's drunk. He's entitled. He, yeah. You know, it's fucking... It's, ugh, yeah. She's some sort of medium. She says, I'm not just a tattoo artist. I see who people are, and then I and then I mark them with that. And it's funny because the drawings on the wall or the tattoos on the wall are like kind of like typical, like the Asian flavor, like Yakuza yeah. like, <laughs> style tattoos, it's like dragons. It's like, I, I, I see people and I mark them. And everybody I've tattooed so far is some type of dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he's like, put it on me. You got to mark me, whatever. She says, you're a leader and you're lonely. And I wrote, Biling probably says this to all the white guys. On the yeah. Room. So yeah, like, like, yeah, Jack's not that hard to figure out. Yeah. Like, it's, and I wrote, Jack's a real jerk in this scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a real piece of work. Yep. He's he's a, a white guy who's solo traveling through thailand for over a month mm. that's exactly what he wants to hear yeah, like exactly. yeah, you're a exactly. leader but that makes you the outcast <gasps> oh, <she knows. sighs> so then he's like put it on me uh, she's like uh no put it on me <laughs> like, there will be consequences there always are i mean that's always. just something like that a parent says to somebody before they get any tattoo yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to get a job after this, Jack. You know, tattoos are uh, permanent. It's like you had kids. (laughs) 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 You're talking to your permanent consequence. Leave me alone. (laughs) That's perfect. What's that joke I always tell? Uh, It's not even my joke, but it was like, you know, people who have like a lot of tattoos and like, oh, what does that tattoo mean? It's like that mean that tattoo means I had at one point had 200 extra dollars and nobody stopped me. <laughs> um, cut back to the island. Uh, Jack and Alex are trying to get to the 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 trial, the meeting. Yeah, they run over there. Yeah, she's like, "You, you stay outside. 
you know, I don't, I don't want you coming in and causing a ruckus. So he stands exactly two feet behind her. <laughs> don't come in here. It'll be weird if everybody sees you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll stay right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They open the door and everybody's just like sitting there. Like everybody turns and just sees him. <laughs> <laughs> like who let you out? Put him back. We're going to watch later. <laughs> you would think they would be like, Oh no, this guy that we've had caged up is out he right escaped, here. Yeah. We should get him. Let's all of us the all of us the group get him. And this is clearly yeah. our defined judicial system. Yeah. Uh we're the ones who enforce the law. Like why why are we letting our captured just wander. guy? It's weird. It is weird. Uh, Alex gives a note to Isabel. Ben has commuted Juliet's sentence. She does not need to be executed, but she will be marked. <sighs> Neat. <sighs> I wrote, you would think there'd be some sort of connection between Juliet's branding and Jack's tattoos, but there's not. There isn't really. Oh, no. yeah. I think they had an idea that there would be at some point, and then they... And maybe it's that... Okay, so like Jack's tattoo says what it says, uh-huh. and and Juliet's tattoo or brand doesn't. Well, it doesn't mean the only thing it means is that she is also now an outsider. I guess. Maybe I don't know. It's like yeah, maybe there was an idea there that they never finished. I guess she walks among Hello. them, but is not or, of them. Yeah. Now <laughs> everybody's real bummed that she that they're not gonna get to uh, murder Juliet. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, drag. We brought the kids. We wanted to see a good murdering today. <laughs> uh cut to flashback. Uh Jack is gonna fly another kite. He he sees the soda kid. He's like, hey, let me get two. And the kid's like, not a fucking nah. chance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you know this dude, but you are you're you're no longer welcome here. Uh, and you know, and yep. the, the easiest way to show that is by not selling you soda. Uh then some dudes come over and kick. <laughs> This is one of the best episodes of Lost because of this scene. Jack just gets his ass beat. I I, I said they should have dead armed him right in the tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the the, the tattoo when they when they pull it up. They're like, "Hey, did you fucking? We need to confirm this." Like, Mm -hmm. but like, it's not the final form of the tattoo, which means at a certain point he's like, "Let's keep this fucking thing going, going, man. My body's a canvas." My favorite TV show is Party of Five. <laughs> so I'm gonna get a five tattooed on me. Um is that what it's from? I think the I think the five is I think it is a party five tattoo. Oh my god. <laughs> uh yeah, it's Chet. Chet is Byling's brother. Um he runs the restaurant and he's just like, You don't you gotta bail, dude. Like you fucked up, you crossed the line. Yeah. You're out. You leave Thailand and never come back. because uh, if you do, I'll know. Because I'm a guy who runs a, 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 a restaurant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lawyer, also. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just yeah. They tell him to leave. Get your fuck out of here. And the like. Bailey's there, and she sees him, and she's crying. And uh, it's all real sad because they really had this really deep emotional connection between the two of them, and now she's never going to see him again. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> they knew nothing about one another. They just fucked a bunch of times. And then he and then he and then he assaulted her. Yeah. Yeah. Um cut to the cages. Uh, Juliet visits Jack. They mar- they marked her. Right in the fucking tramp stamp. Yeah, right in the like, tramp stamp. What the fuck? <laughs> area. 
when you mark somebody in this sense, it's supposed to be sort of like a thing where like the mark identifies them as an outsider. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Like at least in this context. Yeah. So let's so let's put it somewhere that's very easy to hide. <laughs> right. Not like the forearm or the hand or something right. like that. Yeah. Does that ever come back up? The in mark? Anything, yeah, anything that y'all have watched? Because no, not anything we watched. With the exception of the finale of this season, is this the last season three episode? Mm, we have like two left. Okay. Um, I mean, now that I'm in my 30s, every time I bend over, I have to hike my pants back up. That's just like a thing biologically that I have to do. So now every time mm-hmm. Juliet has to bend over for any reason, I will be looking for the tramp stamp. The tramp stamp. I'm um, going to watch all the compilations of her bending over on YouTube for science. <laughs> For science. Use an incognito tab. (laughs) (laughs) And just try and keep an eye out for any wayward uh, Gia scenes because those those definitely won't have it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. What? (laughs) What? Uh, we, We only have one season three episode left. And it's the man from Tallahassee. Okay. Uh, every, oh. We've watched every other season three episode. Jack is like, give me some of that aloe. I'll tend to your wound. Um, and then like, she's like, thanks or whatever. It's there's a weird close up of like, sort of like very tender, like him grabbing her by the hip and like her almost touching his hand. And like, yeah, it's, all, it's like pseudo sexual, sensual kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, uh, oh, it, we, it's time to go. We're going home back to the, place where we live we gotta we're gonna bring you along because you're our prisoner and shit um so like let's go he's like neat okay (laughs) the the fucking they have the sad music montage of everybody because they're like we need to fill out three more minutes of this episode we have nothing else to say Oh, there, there's uh, uh, we cut back to the jungle before the montage. Oh, yeah. do we? Um, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer, it's meaningless. Sawyer and Kate argue about Sawyer having let Carl go, and then they argue oh, about yeah. this, about <laughs> them have had them having had sex. Um, I would say that that's probably the most interesting scene in the whole episode, though. Yeah, uh, yeah honestly, yeah, because th- there's some actual yeah, like, like, there's like conflict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we'll, I, we'll talk about it yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, then we have this end of the episode montage that others are getting Ben, uh, you know, getting him move along. Um, Isabel's like, oh, he walks among them, but he's not one of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he's like, that's that's what it says, but that's not what it means. He's had to say that a whole bunch. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> what does your tattoo mean, Jack? It means I was drunk in Thailand. And I yep. got a tattoo. <laughs> That's. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It's. Yeah. And then then we have our, our three minutes of sad yep. music montage. Uh, K- Kate and Sawyer walking home and they could be boating. Um, yeah. Carl camping out looking he, at the stars. No, these three minutes could have been used to like delve deeper into the trial. Could have been. There yeah, there's a, there's a, there's some stuff, some unexplored things that were replaced or potentially never even thought of to be done and and they were like this. Um Alex watches the stars also, which is uh this is where I got my somewhere out there joke from earlier in the episode. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. very good. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> then Jack and Juliet are under on the, the same Juli- big sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lucy Vandross and uh, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, Juliet's sitting on the bow of the boat. Jack comes up to her and they um, they hang out. And now they're you know they're partners now. They're both outsiders. I want to point it out. 
they used a real boat for that too. Like that that is one yeah. cool thing about this show. Mm-hmm. They're like actually out on boats doing stuff there's when sp- they are. There, there's quite a bit of production value in the show that never goes away. Yeah. Um, even even in the doldrums, um, which is yeah. But like that boat that was out there looked like a much bigger boat than the one that we saw when they snatched Walt. Well, that's because they had to br- that that that's the like that's the minivan, you know. Oh. They got a. They had to bring everybody over to Hydra to watch the trial, so they brought the big boat. Oh, they brought the bus. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, the episode does not end without a lo- with a lost sound, so we can't even make the the sound to signal the end of our conversation about it. I did write. Let's do uh, it. Michael Giacchino slaps though. Oh yeah, no doubt, like, no doubt. That's who? the composer. The guy, the guy who makes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want. I don't want to do the sound. Do you want to do the sound? I mean, mm-hmm. you can do it if you want. It just doesn't right. feel right, right? Exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, just... that's kind of what I was thinking. Um... <laughs> 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 um, stranger in a strange land. We did it. Wow. This. I feel bad for your listeners. Honestly, <laughs> um, we always do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nothing new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we like it wasn't good? That's the first big question of the post show yeah. here. Did we like it wasn't good? Um, you know, you can like things that suck and uh, you can hate things that are awesome. Mm-hmm. Did we like it wasn't good? Justin, kick us off. Uh, well, so this week I sent you all both a link to a Tubi link <laughs> to a Werner Herzog film. Fuck, yes. I forgot to watch it. So. <laughs> you did send us that. Please yeah. explain. So, like, it's an interesting... Uh, it's a 30 minute film that is following uh, an island um, in the Caribbean uh, that's been basically it's been evacuated because there's a volcano that's about to erupt. And he and his like two guy film crew go to like just film the island before and could sure. go at any moment. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. they find uh, like three different men that stayed on the island and sure. that are like, yeah, this is my home. You know, I don't know. I don't even, like some of them maybe didn't even realize that oh, this shit. was going on. And so they're there, they're going around and it's really interesting because it's like completely uh, empty towns. Uh, no mm-hmm. one's there. And they even mentioned there's a television that's on oh, wow. tuned to static in a house, <laughs> but we don't show it. He doesn't like, you don't see it. Sure. And so there's uh-huh. all this stuff that you don't see. And then it ends with probably the greatest line in all of uh, documentary film. Um, And it's, we were there to document an inevitable catastrophe that never occurred because the (laughs) volcano never goes off. (laughs) And I feel like that's very touching or very not touching, but very, um, uh, it it touches on this episode in a way because the tattoos are something that there's so much meaning to and then there's nothing. Yeah. All that being said, I feel like this is a bad episode. Uh, and and did you enjoy it? Uh, any of the three recent rewatches? <laughs> I not really. Like it, it was more like <laughs> I felt bad for everybody making it. Yeah, sure. And it, yeah. in a different way. Like I am curious about the production of it because I don't think it's anybody's fault outright. Well, uh, who's I mean, the writers? I, I, know, uh, I know whose fault it is. <laughs> um, Christina M. Kim and uh, <laughs> Lisbeth Sarnoff. But were they just given that episode? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, that's, that's the, the other thing. thing. They're, yeah. they're just assigned it. It's not like they're yeah. like, we really want to do a Jags tattoo story. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Uh, JP, um, what do you think? It's This is not a fair answer. Um, sure. Do you remember- This isn't a the, fair podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the, the show on MTV called Cribs? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes of television is a very obscure episode of Cribs, actually, where Jerry O'Connell from Sliders, callback, <laughs> um, is showing his place. Now, there is some controversy because Cribs, I promise I'm getting somewhere. Um, <clears throat> there is some controversy because Cribs, a lot of those episodes were faked. Jerry yeah. O'Connell said, no, I'm going to show you my real place where I live. And it's just a condo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I share a pool with the other people that live in the condo. <laughs> and like, we got a ping pong table and that's that's really about it. We got a fridge with like a 12 pack of beer in it. Like, that's one of my favorite episodes of television ever because I laugh my ass off at it. <laughs> this is a bad episode of Lost that I adore because <laughs> I love bad television. <laughs> um... All of the flashback stuff is awful. I could not look away. All of the on-island shit, the dialogue is so surface level and bad. And, like, it feels like everything was the first take. I could not look away. I recognize (laughs) that this is bad. I fucking love this episode for that reason. Sure. Adam. Yeah, it was bad. Um, But (laughs) but knowing what like the producers said about their favorite or their least favorite episodes versus what the audience's least favorite um homecoming is still worse Uh, like i agree i agree with them this episode's bad homecoming still way worse i think Um, maternity leave is worse yeah um so yeah like it was bad but i was just like the, the the its biggest sin is that it's boring yeah yeah because it alludes to a bunch of interesting stuff and then never shows us. It just shows exactly. us the stuff. It, it shows exactly. us the stuff that should have been happening off screen and the stuff happening off screen is the stuff we should have saw. So that's its biggest sin is it's just boring. I would say yeah. like, this episode might be a good exercise for uh, burgeoning writers yeah, to watch sure. yeah, to yeah, like yeah, break yeah. down to see like. Yeah. 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 Like I because I think they had instincts there that they, they wanted to do something and it just sure. doesn't work. And it's like, why does this not work? Well, yeah. it's because there's right, really right. no actual conflict right. and it just things just occur yeah there's no tension it doesn't drive anything forward necessarily uh, like i said in my recap it's kind of a lot of play just people moving to the next place yeah. they need to be for the story yeah like kate and sawyer going home the others going back to the barracks that's carl heading out of the jungle like that's it <laughs> we, yeah we got rid of carl and elizabeth mitchell got a brand that's what <laughs> happened yeah so yeah that's uh, yeah that's that's about that there we yeah. go. So yeah, bad episode. Uh, didn't one out of three and enjoyed watching it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, we still have to rejoice mm-hmm. for the the little things, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna give out the feel good award, the lost MVP. So who was awesome in this shit episode? Who was trying their best? Who do we still want to you know give a little shout out to? Justin, who is your lost MVP? I think in this episode it, it is Sawyer. Maybe it's like it's really hard. Like he's the only one who's like actively sure, trying doing to something. do something. Yeah. I, I will say like Elizabeth Mitchell does a great job with silence. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. looking through doorways. <laughs> yeah, and like when she's there, and like I do feel like she puts like a lot of pathos into the silence that's sure. going on. Yeah, yeah. But the episode doesn't warrant the level. I think that this is a very good show. Yes. And this is just like people getting very, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's, 
I can't believe I watched it three times, but I just kept trying <laughs> to feel like <laughs> we didn't ask you to do that. <laughs> I do it. I do it every every time I come. That's on. true because yeah. yeah, you you say that you usually you'll watch it once just to watch it and yeah. you watch it again to note it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, Sawyer is probably character wise. Sawyer is probably sure the best, sure. but I do yeah. think actual performance maybe Elizabeth Mitchell. Sure. Right. Okay. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Adam? Uh, yeah, I had a hard time picking one too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Sawyer. Because like, this is even part of his sort of, this is very much in the early days of him becoming the white hat, I think. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. And and that the scene with Carl is sort of like, a, he begins it with the typical toxic masculinity Sawyer yeah. that we know, and then immediately transitions into like what actually might be a real person. Yeah, sure. Um, and so, yeah, like throughout the episode, he's, you know, he continues to be Sawyer, Josh Holloway. Mm-hmm continues to act well and yeah he tries to he tries to drive things forward and like he's trying to be he's like you know we we can't save jack let's go back like yeah i don't know what we're gonna do but the next thing we have to do is regroup so let's do it yeah. so yeah. yeah sawyer yeah yeah sawyer yeah jp what do you mean yeah um i'm going to give it to jack with the qualifier that it's on island jack not flashback jack um mm-hmm. yeah because off think, island jack is a piece of shit <laughs> yeah 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 drunk abusive jack can go fuck himself um on island jack his sort of like i got no skin in the game so i can have this fuck you attitude this is the place to have that attitude not mm-hmm. around the survivors and the sure. people that you're supposed to be friends and compatriots with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So in dealing with the others, there was nothing really egregious that he did. And I was like, wow, Jack, I'm, I'm on your side for once here. Nice. You know? Yeah. So sure. yeah, give it to Jack. All right. Rock on. That's good. Then, uh, then there's the other half of this. Um, <laughs> once again, our cup runneth over. <laughs> 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 Who was shit? Who uh, was the worst? Who do we hate uh, besides this whole episode in general? Uh, Justin, who is your lost forever? I would say Jack in the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Solid yeah. pick, baby. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to. He's uh, he's a real piece of shit. He is. Yeah. It's like it's the most entitled. You know, like I've been listening to you guys as a... Who's uh, <laughs> As I'm sure most of your guests do. Um, and there's been this running through line about like how terrible Jack is. I'm like, well, yeah. no, like I still like the show. You know, he's the main guy in the show. I still yeah. like him. You yeah, know? And sure. then you watch this. And I think I, at the time seeing it, I was probably like, oh, that's kind of gross. But like, yeah. not to the level that I was now. Sure, and then sure. I was like, yeah. man, he's just like, <laughs> did the, where was this Jack <laughs> on January 6th? <laughs> That's a good question. That, that's, yeah. that's what I want to know. That's a good it's question. Right where you expect him to be. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you think he is, that's where he is. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> uh, uh, Adam. Uh, ABC Studios. Uh, <laughs> it is It is their fault this episode exists. Yeah. Yeah. Because they never allowed the producers to set an end time, the producers had to stall. They had to. They were. It, Lindelof admits it. Like we were scraping for ideas when we came up with Stranger Strange Land. It was a bad flashback idea. It was a bad premise for the part of the episode. It was a bad casting choice and doing bi- having Bai Ling there. Like everything about it was bad because yeah. we were stalling. Mm-hmm. And this episode was so poorly reviewed and so poorly received that this was the episode that ABC Studios was like, "All right, when do you guys want to end? We'll we'll get, let you send it set an end date." Right. Yeah. So it's there. It's ABC Studios. It's their fault. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, JP. 
Uh, TVMovieCards.com. How the fuck are you going to charge me $75 for this low-resolution fake autograph picture of Bai Ling? Get fucked, man. I was going to spend like $10 on it, but $75, you can go straight to hell. <laughs> oh, lordy. Yeah. Capitalism ruins everything. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, yeah. Wow. I was... Dr- I don't know, dreading might be too strong, but I wasn't looking forward to this like from the first day we started doing this podcast. I was thinking <laughs> to myself, at some point we're gonna have to talk about Strangers Strange Land. Um I I behoove you to not cut any segment out of this and let this be <laughs> your longest episode. I wish it was our long this <laughs> I was like, if we cut stuff out of it, it'd be the shortest episode. <laughs> um, but uh maybe it just feels long just thinking about it maybe i don't know it's um i mean justin thanks yeah justin <laughs> thanks for volunteering to because like when we were thinking about do it like when i was thinking about, i was like man who who are we gonna subject to stranger <laughs> strange land who are we gonna room 23 with stranger yeah. strange land yeah and you're like i'll do it i was like all right yeah i was curious because like i had like honestly you know i have all the blu-rays and stuff but i haven't gotten past season two on them since i bought that uh, 13 years ago and so like i was just really curious that's considered to be a bad episode i want to know why yeah yeah and i get it yeah uh you have anything you want to plug there uh justin (laughs) uh nothing specific um nothing new nothing new uh, no Plug that Werner Herzog movie. <laughs> or the, yeah, I mean, I think it behooves everyone to watch as much uh, Herzog yeah, as they can. Exactly. You yeah. know, um, the man is a uh, Barnum and Bailey style showman that most people don't <laughs> fully grasp. They just that's, think he has a funny voice. And that's, that's how that's people typically it. refer to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Uh, the, I mean, the the Brent Renault Foundation is, uh, yeah, is still, uh, still yeah, a, that's a still going. Thing. Like, mm-hmm. I love people to support that. Yep. Um, yep. He's a good, great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And then my hometown just got wrecked by a uh, tornado oh, uh, yeah. as of recording last weekend. Um, and so I don't know if the, there's probably stuff for that, but I don't know any specifics to be able to pass that along. Sure. I would. I'm, I'm, I'm always like, here, let me pass along the saddest stuff possible <laughs> for you guys to. Yeah. Actually, my former first sergeant um, is part of the like state emergency response public affairs thing for Georgia. And I know they got hit mm. by the same tornado. They so did. Yeah. If, if we can find some sort of like relief link, we'll, we'll post that. Sure. Yeah, anybody getting hit by tornadoes, it's it's an odd. Th- that's an odd event for people because it's lot. Most time you'll be fine, and then like there'll mm-hmm. be a path of destruction that's absolute that mm-hmm. these people lose yeah. everything. And so the people who you know maybe give like tornado relief stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, help people yeah. out. Any or, natural yeah, disaster. You know, yeah, yeah, and you know so, just as sort of like a general thing, you know, corporations are mostly guilty of accelerating man-made climate change. But like you as an individual, do what you can to sort of help the you know. Things things stay normal as yeah. far as our weather is concerned because uh, yeah. you know, all all this stuff is uh, is a symptom of it and you know you know even though it might not feel like much you know recycle your cans and shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the real question I have for everybody what has a larger carbon footprint watching a Blu-ray or streaming <sighs> well yeah. thanks for coming by oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what has a very little carbon footprint? Listening to the podcast Lost on Lost. 
if you're looking to be lost with us, next time we're going to be watching Season 1, Episode 13, Hearts and Minds, featuring some dead guy named Boone. <laughs> God, I don't want to do this episode either. <laughs> oh, boy. I forgot Boone was in this fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into this episode of Lost on Lost. Uh, yeah, I'm JP. <laughs> I'm Adam. Do you have any idea what's going on in this show? No. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs>